What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Paul Hickey Podcast. Appreciate you listening. We have a wonderful show that we're about to roll into here where my beautiful wife, Kate Hickey, and myself visit Summit High School in Spring Hill, Tennessee, and we talk to about 80 marketing and engineering students about building their careers, what they can do to differentiate themselves, what they can do to make money now while they're waiting on job opportunities, how to take action how to get things rolling, how to build momentum, how to do what you love. So this audio is a presentation for my wife Kate and I at Summit High School. Thanks for listening. Thank you. So what's up? Um, Most of you or some of you may know my face but didn't have me in class. Um, Again, my name is um, Kate Hickey. You can call me Kate. I don't work here anymore. Um, And this is my husband Paul. Um, So I was a teacher for 10 years and decided that I was ready to do something different with my life. I kind of did this, did it, you know, for a long time and was ready to do something different and kind of change it up. Um, And this had been my passion for a long, long time. And if you had me in class, you know that I was a very passionate person, very passionate teacher. Um, But I was ready to, to change kind of like my career path and try something new and a new challenge. So I wanted to see something that I could do that would allow me to travel and allow me to keep my own schedule and be able to travel at all times, like, you know, at the drop of a hat. Um, Or be able to live somewhere else, like outside of the country, just because I've been living in Spring Hill for 10 years as well. And so there's that. Um, So that was kind of, that was my reason for leaving teaching, ready to start a new challenge. Um, and we have been, I've been working, um, you know, at our company now for about a year and a half because I did some work while I was still teaching, like kind of grinding on the side. Um, so I'm still, I still am pretty new to this, but, um, you know, have developed a huge passion for what I do now in this new endeavor. Um, and also we are able to do what we want. We're going to be moving to Spain in August. Um, and we've sold our house and our things and hopefully our cars in the next month. Um, I gotta do that. It's my like head, like my checklist of things. Um, so we will be able to do our job elsewhere, which was really the dream. So um, I'm flashing you forward to the end, but I really want Paul to take you back to the beginning. Um, I think something really, really weird about education now um, is the fact that we are trying as educate we, you know. Um, thank you. I can't. I can't stop. Um, But we're trying to educate you for a job that doesn't exist. And I think that that's something that's a real challenge for, like, teachers now, right? Because they went to school, and you just, like, graduated, and you just walked out the door, and you're like, nailed it. Everybody wants me to work for you, and it just doesn't work like that anymore. It's a totally different beast. So your teachers are kind of teaching you for something that doesn't even exist yet and hasn't even been been invented yet. So with that in mind, I think you just need to have a really, really open mind to what you what you do and say kind of yes to everything, if that makes sense, as opposed to being like, no, I'm not going to do an unpaid internship. Um, these are the things you should be saying yes to, you know, even though it might not be in your wheelhouse. You don't love, you know, you love sports, but you don't love like the, the softball draft that's coming up in Nashville for women. That's not your bag. Like, you don't want to do that. Go there, say yes to that, meet the dude that does the MLB draft. You see what I'm saying? It's kind of about just saying yes. So I say this to say, in this presentation, this might not be for you. Um, And it really wasn't for me, but it's led me to where I want to be, if that makes sense. 
All right. Um, if you know me, interrupt and ask questions. But I am going to turn the floor over to my husband. Um, he's he, his path is really unique and kind of cool, um, and kind of a story of like saying yes to things that will lead to other things, um, even if it's not exactly what you want in the moment. Um, so I will let him sort of tell his story. You want to start from like college? Yeah, sure. Um, so hey everybody, I'm Paul Hickey. Um, I own a company called Data Driven Design. We're just four people that work full time building websites. We build mobile apps, we build custom software, so for any of you thinking about engineering from a digital standpoint. Um, we do a lot of that. And then we also just generally help businesses grow. So any business uh, that needs more customers, basically, we do marketing for them. And before I get into uh, more about like my beginning and my story, I just kind of want to ask a couple questions just to kind of put everything we're going to talk about into context. So. How many of you, like, the adults that you know, whether it's your parents or whether it's, like, older brothers or sisters or cousins, uncles, aunts, whatever, how many of them have a job where they, they go into an office every day? Like, they, they wear a certain suit or dress or whatever. Whatever they wear, it's, it's like their attire that they're required to wear, and they go into an office every single day. Just show a hand. Okay, cool, so about half. So then how many work remote? Like just get to work from home, wear whatever they want, they jump on conference calls, whatever. Okay, so more than half. So that's pretty, that's pretty interesting because when I take you back, uh, like Kate said, to kind of tell my story, we're definitely coming from, we're not that much older than you. Like I, I actually have that sweatshirt, that Logic sweatshirt. <laughs> you guys think we're probably really old and that's, that's fair, but we're not that much older than you. And we come from a world where like when we were your age, 100% of people went into an office. 100% of people had to wear what their boss required them to wear. And they may or may not have loved their jobs, but those were just the prerequisites. So if you can think of that kind of stuff kind of sucks for the people that have to do it. They have to drive. They have to put on what somebody else wants them to put on. They have to go into an office. A lot of people like that, but it kind of sucks for other people. And so then you put that into the context of if you don't really even love your job and you have to do all that stuff, then you're basically just doing it for the money, right? And money's not bad. I mean, everybody needs money, and that's why they work. But um, if you can think about everything I'm about to say in the context of, if you can go through the stuff that Kate was talking about, the saying yes, then you can actually end up doing something that you love and making money. And so that's always been my mindset when I've thought about working. So now I'll take you back to when I was 19, and I'll try to make this pretty quick so that we can have this be more interactive and ask questions. And she's gonna like cut me off. Up, soldier. You she's gonna cut me off too, so yeah, that'll yeah. happen when I, when I talk too much. But when I was 19, I was going to Michigan State University and I was like, what do I wanna do? Like, what do I wanna do this summer, this upcoming summer? And a buddy of mine had, a, had just told me, he's like, I got an internship with the Detroit Tigers, or I'm thinking about getting an internship for the Detroit Tigers. And I thought, wait a minute, like, you can go work for a sports team. That's that sounds pretty cool. Like let me let me check into that. So I talked to a buddy of mine who had a couple contacts with the Detroit Pistons, and I literally just like stalked the uh, public relations director for the Detroit Pistons. I didn't even know what public relations was. I didn't even know that the Pistons had any employees other than the players on the court. Right? Like well, I knew 
that the play-by-play -play guy, like the, the, the announcers and all that, of course, but I had no idea that there were actually people getting paid to go work with the team. So I literally called this guy probably two or three times a day for, I would, from, I would say, March through probably May. And then he finally so called me back. So you to marry him as well. <laughs> That's how, yeah. There's exactly. a little bit of stalking involved. And so I thought maybe I was going to make, like, I thought if I can get this guy, if I can get this guy's, actually, I got my timeline wrong, but it doesn't matter. I stalked him for, like, three or four months. And I, and, and I you're 19, I, you need to get to where your age is now. If I, can get, if I can get this guy to respond to me, I could probably make $10 an hour working for the Pistons, and that would be pretty sweet this summer, right? So he has me come to a game. That's my interview. I get the job. This was in February. Now, my internship doesn't start till May. I, I go in in May. And he basically acts like he, he basically acts like I'm lucky to be allowed into his office. So I go from thinking I'm going to make ten dollars an hour in the summer working for the Pistons, going to the games, to now all of a sudden it's May, the season's over, the team didn't make the playoffs. He wants me to basically rearrange media guides in the closet for free for twenty hours a week, and I'm lucky to do that, right? So it's a big time smack in the face, but I do it because I'm thinking, all right. There's gotta be, like, I, I was there, I was at the game, I saw it, there's something better than this, there's something more fun. I do it and I fall in love with it. And it's nothing that I thought it was gonna be. It's nothing that they taught, like, no disrespect to school, but it's nothing that they taught me in school. It's nothing that they taught me in college. It's none of that. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's writing, I don't know if it's building something, I don't know what it is, but I just do it. And I do it for two years. And then that sets me onto a path where I get to do all these other things. And so Kate's point about saying yes, I said yes to stuff that probably no one, none of my other friends would have said yes to. They all were going out, having fun, and that was great. I got to meet up with them after I was done with work. But now, I guess, what is it, like 17, 18 years later, I get to do what I want to do, which is go to work wearing whatever I want every day for my own company. I can do it from home. I can go, like, and that's why we're able to live anywhere we want in the world, basically, and be able to have clients and do all of this stuff. So um, along the way, though, my, the biggest point of this is every time I made a decision, I did it based on what I wanted to be doing. So there, were, there would be a period of maybe a year or so where I didn't love my job. I didn't love what I was supposed to be doing, but I would make all of my decisions around if I can get through this period of time, then I know that I can get to the point where I'm really gonna be able to make decisions. And so the Pistons was the best example that I can give you off the bat because I knew that I loved professional sports. I knew that I loved basketball. I loved it since I was a little kid. And so that's one example throughout my career of where I just made a decision I don't care if I get paid. I don't care if I have to rearrange the closet. Eventually, and it, it was only like days. It wasn't years at, with the Pistons where I got to do the stuff that I wanted to do. Literally like a few weeks later, I was sitting at center court keeping score for, for a game. So that was pretty awesome. And I was getting paid for that. They were paying me like $50 to sit there and do that for a couple hours. So that was pretty cool. So. I guess my point is, within a matter of weeks, you can go from rearranging a closet. It might seem like this internship or this opportunity is gonna suck, but then like two weeks later, you're doing something really cool. 
think about all the people in this room right now, there's like 40 of you. So if we were to take a poll, like who wants to rearrange a closet, none of you would do it. But the one of you that does it two weeks later would be doing something really cool. Just think of it that way, you know? So, so how it goes from here is, um, I like the story of when he's on the like, he used to, then he used to like take the plane, you know, with the players. And um, he's five feet. And so like it's custom built for like huge NBA players. So like he would just be like, like the seat and just his feet. Just. Here, I'll demonstrate. <laughs> I'm like, like this. I'm like, why are you, why are you like holding your back? Like, are you in pain? He's like, yeah, because I've been sitting like, just like, you know, feet erect for the last like four hours on the plane. Um, so that was just an amazing opportunity. He got to have like, you know, the championship rings, and then he would work for the Detroit Shock, like on this the Ron Artest thing. I don't know if you remember throwing the beer in the stands, like that huge brawl. Like he was there for that. So that was a really cool like life opportunity. We wanted to get out of Detroit. So we moved here, um, yep, and then we, um, he worked for Columbia State. So not a job that he like was in love with, but he, um, as he built a website for Columbia State, he met this dude who um, was helping Columbia State build the website. So this guy, his name is JJ, he um, is like, hey, I really like working with you. Why don't you come work for me? Okay, now he, this is just a relationship because it's always relationships. It's just a relationship with kind of just a customer of his that's building the website, and they're just vibing off each other. And he's like, hey, come work for me. I work in Nashville. We build websites. Would you want to do this? Would you be able to, you know, like, would you be able to quit your job and, you know, come work for me? And after a little more stalking, you know, classic, then he says yes, and um, now he's working for this digital agency. Doesn't know a ton, um, but is learning all of this, like, everything from programming to project management to how to, like, hustle to make, like, money for people's businesses. Um, then he does that for a while, meets a ton of people in Nashville, and is able at that point to quit working for other people and just start his own, you know, company. Um, so that was a huge, a huge, you know, step for our family, huge step for me because I'm able to join on as well. Um, so that's kind of like the trajectory and the path that got got us here, which is really, really weird when you think about it. So if you're like nervous about what you're gonna do and like, oh, well, I'm gonna pick my major, I'll just tell you right now, it just doesn't matter that much. Just work your ass off. I'm sorry, that's just the truth. And I can't be fired today. It doesn't matter. Just it doesn't matter. say yes to everything and work really hard and be really nice to people. All of the details that, everyone, that you're thinking about or that everyone's talking to you about, they do not matter. Your major does not matter. Your, your grades do not matter. I, I hire people, I don't ask, I don't even know where my employees went to school. But what matters is that you try these different things, that you stalk the people that you think are interesting. And the cool thing is like you can, so you can DM them on Instagram. You can create a LinkedIn profile. I think when, I don't know if you need to be 18 to create one. I don't know, I, it, you might, but you create a LinkedIn profile. Create, yeah, whatever. Just, like, you can stalk, I'm serious. connect with these, you can connect with anyone you want to on social media. Does anybody know Gary Vaynerchuk? Have you heard of him? Like a motivational speaker, dude. No. Yeah. Okay. I hate you guys. Um, that ruined that. Um, yeah, no, they're saying yes. They're just yeah. not like. Oh, do you know who it is? What is this? Oh, yeah. Looks like a female doctor. Scary thing. I'm like, what is happening up here? What's this? Oh my God. Um, I hope this goes well. Um, so I guess my point in saying all of this is that. You know, I think as seniors, you start to be like, I have to have the answers for the rest of my life. 
No, you don't. You just need to say yes, you need to work your ass off, and you need to be really nice to people. And you need to be nice to everybody, and you need to meet people, and you need to have the cojones to do it. And just be like, hi, I'm really interested in what you do. Here's my name, make a business card. Send them an email afterwards and be like, thank you so much, so nice to meet you. This is how we've had somebody who's employed by us now, um, and now has gone on to work in Seattle and Starbucks, um, and then he's now working for Snapchat. So it was about him just kind of being like, hey, I really like what you're doing. You're like a small company. I know I can you know, kind of do me on the side you know, as well, because um, he was a graphic designer. So he's like on this other trajectory just because he reached out as well. So it's really about th those relationships that you forge. Yeah. But if you kind of sit around and wait for people to, to find you, it's just not, it's not a realistic expectation to have. That's a great example because this guy that she's talking about, he's from Williamson County, he's from Franklin, he went to Williamson County High School, and he wasn't even really that good of a graphic designer, but he, he was a great person. And so when I was, when I, I had an opportunity to run my first uh, digital agency, and I needed a graphic designer, and I didn't care, I was so sick of working with people who thought that they knew everything. I just wanted someone who was gonna be a good teammate, and so, we had a relationship with this guy. He's super young. He was working, he was working like a retail job that had nothing to do with graphic design, really. And he was just such a great person. We gave him a chance. And then, like Kate was telling you, then he became a graphic designer, like working on the Starbucks mobile app, and now working as a designer for Snapchat. Um, like he's, and he's traveling the world working for Snapchat, and he's based out of California. So. Um, and he's not even really that great of a designer. He's just a good person. He's, and I asked him how he got his job at Starbucks and Snapchat, and he did the same thing I did. He thought somebody was cool. He thought what they did was cool. He stalked them on social media until they finally responded. And then they, when they were interviewing for a designer position at Starbucks, they thought of him. He got the job, and then pretty much the same. Then the Snapchat thing was easy after working at Starbucks. So. You just have to ask. I think it's something that is just such a simple, like, answer but you just have to ask sometimes I was bored teaching Spanish so I go to Miss Lamb I'm like this is boring to me how are you today vamos al mercado like I can't do this anymore the same conversation over and over and everyone be like I hate you and I hate Spanish so right so I'm uh Jason loved his favorite stuff. um but the problem was is like you know you, you were ready for something else so I just asked Lamb I'm like hey I really I was a journalism student I love journalism I teach a contemporary issues type of class or like I want I want people to know about their world that they live in and like debate like racism and like all the stuff you can't talk about you know let's talk about that and she's like oh 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 okay <laughs> so we found we found contemporary issues I found it like on the state curriculum and I'm like can I teach this she's like okay so I had everybody sign a waiver and then boom you know what I mean but it's just about like asking for it I just don't I think that that's the missing piece right now. Do you agree with me? Like the giddy up and go? Yes, you agree with me. Preach, yes? Yes. Yes, yes. yes. that's what's gonna set you apart. That and nothing else. I mean, these blocks look really neat, and I'm sure they make cubes. But, but, but it's about you asking, asking for what you want, and then having the follow through, and like the grind to go get it. Because nine people out of 10 are too afraid, they're too lazy, they don't know where to start. And that's gonna be what's gonna be your differentiator. So, I think you have to know yourself. 
because both of mm. you know your strengths and you pull in people that will help strengthen your strengths. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really yeah so point. he does all this stuff. I, I, I'm social. Shocker, right? Like, I want to be, like, in front of people. I want to be talking to, to helping people out. I want to hear their problems and, like, be a chick and all this stuff. So my thing is, like, I can't sit behind and make a website without wanting to blow my brains. I can't. It's too boring to me. So I'm like, I need to, I'm the person that does all the social media. So I go to the, I go to Twice Daily or um, I go to St. Thomas and I create all their Facebook pages. These people don't have time to do this, right? They're doctors. They don't have any time. Um, so I'm working right now with a medical cart company, you know, like uh, really cool, actually, engineers. And I maybe could hook you up with like, They make those medical carts, like, ergonomically yeah. designed for people to, like, nurses to put. They're super neat what they do. Um, it's, it's really cool. Yeah, that's a great oh, idea. They're, that, that's, they're super, we need to do that. Yeah. They're like a billion dollar company. My point is, I, they're in Murfreesboro. Yeah, it's really, really, they're it's in like field trip. Field trip. Field trip. It sounds like a field trip. Field trip. We can bring our road house. To the borough. <laughs> yes. Um, they need, you need them there, actually, legit. For real. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, but, you know, did I, did I want to, in college, be like, I want to run someone's Facebook page? No. No. I wanted to move to Spain. Facebook didn't exist when we were <laughs> It did, it did. It did. We had already graduated, I think. Mm -mm. Uh -uh. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Close enough. I had it. I had it. Um, I graduated. So, but my point is, is that, you know, right now, I, I could not have envisioned this when I was your age. So just, again, say yes and be willing to do some of the closet cleanout. Because that's inevitable, people. Like, I don't know if you think, like, you just skip through to the end and you're, like, you know, driving a Tesla. Like, get out of town. Like, no way. It took us 12 years to, like, for me, the dream was, you know, to live abroad. For him, was to own his own company. It took us 12 years to get here. That's 12 years. It's a long time. Yeah, so the other day, I'm just going to keep harping on this point, too. Like, the other day, I had to make a decision between two different programmers to build a custom software app for me. And they're both equally talented. Actually, one's probably a little bit more talented than the other. And so I'm kind of like, I, I put them both on a call with the client. And uh, it's like the kickoff call with the client. And the one that steps up is gonna like make, like the one that differentiates themselves is gonna make probably like three times more money than the other one on this project. And so like right after the call, one of them texts me and he's like, I'm so pumped about this, when can we get started? And I don't hear from the other one. And it's like really just a few hours go by and I don't hear from the other one. But which one do you think I'd pick? The one who contacted me is now getting, is now going to make, yeah. So he's going to make, let's just say like $12,000 and the other one's going to make 5000 The other one didn't do anything wrong. He didn't, like, there's no, and he's actually probably a little bit more, he, he might even be more suited for the job. But I, it's a no-brainer for me. Because now I know exactly, like, it's, it's proven time and time again. Like, at first, when I was 19 and I did the closet thing, I was like, oh, that's cool. It worked for me. I don't know if that, if that actually works for everybody. But 17 years later or whatever, it is tried and true. The person that differentiates themselves 
is more proactive, goes the extra mile, they always win, even if they're not as talented or have even have as much experience as the other person. So so I'll talk to you a little bit about like digital marketing and how it works and like what we do. So basically, like here's what happens. Like a company calls us twice daily, um, and they're, it usually starts with they need a website. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. That, they need a website redesign, right? Because everybody's finding everybody, obviously, on the web and on social. So, um, but everybody's old. Everybody's like in their 40s, late 30s, 50s, 60s, and doesn't know how to do any of the social media and is like, you know, freaking out about it. So in steps us and we're like, we will do this for you. That's mainly what I do now. So I'm doing, um, I'm running Facebook ad and ad, ad like campaigns and remarketing and email blasts and content gathering and creation to be able to like deploy on these people's social medias. Um, which is great because I do it in you know when when I want, which is really cool. I'm doing it for myself. I'm the one that's coming up with the creative ideas for it, like boomerangs and different like you know things and videos. I like all that stuff. Um, so we do social media. Um, we're doing um, SEO and SEM. SEO meaning search engine optimization, obviously to get you higher ranked on Google. Um, to do so, we have to write blogs um, for the for clients. So I do some writing for people as well. Um, we do um, SEM, so uh, which is marketing, same thing, but just on the marketing end. We'll do like LinkedIn ads. Um, what do I missing? So Google would, AdWords. Google AdWords. It's the paid part, mm -hmm. the advertising part of. So you make make a, a Facebook post and then boost it. The Facebook post would be like content or organic, and then the boosting of it or the ad off of it is the paid. The paid side, so we do both. So let me sell this to you a little bit and why I like doing what I do um, now. I, I like you guys, but you know, sorry, you're not taking me to Spain. You're all, you're all stuck in this this building. Um, <laughs> love ya, love ya. Um, but the reason I that I like kind of what I'm doing is that it's always really different. That's that's a huge draw for me because I have adult ADD, as you can imagine, um, just by the way I talk. Um, but what? A part that we're doing right now is um, we're teaching other like small businesses that can't afford to have us like full time how to do this for themselves. So it's really satisfying for me to be able to like I'm teaching again, right? And I'm able to teach them how to do it on their own, um, you know, for five hundred dollars for like a class, so that they can now do it because they're a tiny business and it's their side hustle. Like they can't afford to like have somebody like us redesign their website and all that craziness. Um, so I like the diversity of it. So one week I'm working with this this company that like has a it's all these bodybuilders, which is really entertaining, um, and like not my bag. And then they do like a it's an instant energy um, like shot that you spray in your mouth because like this dude had some weird pill issues with his digestion and I don't know true TMI. And then so he invented this like spray that you spray for vitamins. Um, so I'm like helping them try to promote this spray vitamin, you know? And then we lose that client because they go bankrupt. Um, and so so now I'm working with like Twice Daily. So I'm doing a photo shoot um, at a Twice Daily like, gas station for a day. And then like the next day something, so it's always like constantly changing. I like that. Um, you know, clients come in and out, they're done with you or they've learned it. Now you do another client. And you learn about all these different businesses. The thing that's cool about that is I would see myself having a good relationship with some of these people that I'm working with and probably being able to be hired there. I would be able to be on the side and be like, hey, I love working with you guys, I love your company, I love the boss, she's cool, I could do this, would you hire me? And they might say, you know, it just opens lots of doors for lots of relationships, so I really like that piece of it because I can always change what I'm doing every day. 
Um, I'm going to stop yammering. Let's have questions. Kia ora. Nueve. Oh, we're going to Spain, y'all. Nueve. Nueve. Oh, God. Uh, quince. Oh, quince. Lord, have mercy us. Um, we got three months before we leave. Um, and we can. You can't say 15. Um, I'm just like, so what questions do you have for us like about how this works or like web building, um, digital marketing in general? I hope it's something that you would maybe consider because instead of working in an office, you can work for a lot of offices on your own, which is kind of uh, appealing to me. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. It's Kate. Yeah. Where do you get investments from? Is it all social media? Say it again? You're like, you're like customers? Yeah. Where do you get customers from? Word of mouth. So like that's why I say relationship is so important because you know we do twice daily like, oh yeah, their prices are great. They're like super easy to work with. Uh, and then they tell somebody else. Because everybody's can everybody knows everybody. Nashville is just Spring Hill on steroids. It's the same exact thing, just with more people, and now they have, you know, and, and they have money, and so they're able to be a little bit more like persnickety about it. But it's all word of mouth, which is why even the biggest asshole you have to treat so nicely, because that asshole is friends with everyone. You see what I mean? So you have to be really careful not to, to poop where you eat. You see what I mean? So even for us, as a small agency, like, oh, we don't need them, like, bleh. Yeah, we do, because they know too many people. So you have to be really, really careful with your mouth and who you're talking to. It's kind of high school, TBH. It's kind of high school, because there's a group of marketing people every time you go to a marketing convention, and they're the same people. And here's how I would answer that. You get your, you get your clients from your last client. Yeah. So focusing, really, focusing on doing a really good job for like the one client you have, and you complete that project and, and really kill it, that's gonna get you like three or four more clients through the word of mouth or through people leaving that client to go to other organizations. But because we're a digital marketing company, we do, we've started to do more digital marketing ourselves for our own brand over the last year than most other agencies because we want to walk our own talk. Um, because most of our business comes in word of mouth, we still want to be showing our clients what they need to do because they're biz like, we're all not the same kinds of business. We're a B2B, like, so business to business service based company. So those types of companies typically rely on word of mouth a lot, but then your business to consumer, like consumer goods company or product sales company that we work with, they're gonna need to get their business through social media and through the digital marketing more than the word of mouth. And so that helps scale their word of mouth. So that's, so what we found is as we've done our own more and more digital marketing, we've started to get more and more potential business prospective clients from that as well. So that's been nice to, use as like a case study for our clients to say, hey, this works. But I'll tell you, we can't work fast enough. Like we cannot work fast enough. We have people lined up for our services because everybody has a website and everybody needs people to go to it. I mean, that's just the, where, where it is right now. Um, everybody needs to be seen and nobody's watching TV anymore because we're all on our phones. So there's a huge gap between people that, that like understand social media in, in the consumer. Does that make sense? Like, people just don't understand that, so you have such an advantage. I know this might not be like, oh, I, this was what my career path. I get it. But my point is, is that if you, go, if you decide to even just tread in the water in this space, you will murder it. 
because you are young, you get it, you know how to do things like quickly on all, you know, like on all social media, on all like apps and programming. Um, just something I think maybe to consider if, um, you know, if this changed your mind in any way. Any more questions? Yeah. So do you guys just like work from home? Yeah, girl. We work from home. We, we have a lot of obligations that take us out of home, unfortunately. Fortunately and unfortunately. But yeah, we work from home. Yeah, um, like I would say I probably leave the house like twice a week. Like, you know what I mean, for a meeting, for a meeting. I mean, I leave my house, but. <laughs> <laughs> if it, yeah, were, if nice. it were up to me, I would just tell all of my clients that I'm gonna do everything over the phone or video conference and uh, never leave the house. But not everyone, I mean, everyone works differently. Luckily our employees like it too. We have two other employees and they, they like working from home. Not everybody does. I mean, it's definitely not for everybody. But our, form, our employee now, um, just kind of interesting, she's 24 maybe, 25, so yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> anyway, she's like, hey, I really want to go teach in Chile. Like, I really want to do this mission trip. It's really important to me. And she's like, she kills it. And we're like, go for it. She's like, I'm gonna be gone for five months. We're like, have fun. Like, sending you, you know, good vibes. Good luck. We'll see when you get back. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of that's the kind of life that you can have, and that was exactly what I was looking for. So, so one thing I want to say, oh, yeah, just real quick before I get to your question. So, there's ten years ago, you had to go to school to do what we do now. Now you can go into Facebook, and everyone in here can create like a Facebook business page and then an ads account off of that business page, and you can teach yourself how to do what we do. And so these are these classes that Kate was talking about that we teach other businesses how to do because there's no more barrier to doing that. You just go in there and do it. So every single thing that we, every service that we provide to our clients that they pay us for, we just taught ourselves. Like we didn't go to school for that. We didn't pay somebody to teach us. We just took the 10 to 20 hours or whatever it was in our own free time while we were watching Netflix or instead of watching Netflix to teach ourselves that stuff to then make money off of it. So it's like there's no barrier for any of you guys to be doing that. She's, she's asking when we come back. No, not very much. I mean, it's $1,200 a ticket and there's four of us like in our family. I mean, it's just too expensive. Um, we do have our two employees here, so if we needed something or they really felt like super, super important, like if we were to get like another twice daily, like larger client than Gigi's Cupcakes, we'd probably come back, but it, it would have to be like almost that they're gonna sign yes. Do you know what I mean? We're not gonna come back for like us to be like, hey, we're like doing a coffee and meeting, like get out of town, you know what I mean? No. <laughs> Any any kind of question. So you literally can work anywhere. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Are you looking like still to hire people? Um, we had we had a team that was that was six. We're now four. Um, and you know what? It's really hard to find really good, hardworking people. And so we have four right now. And we're doing so well that the bigger, the more you grow, the more you have to manage. And the more you have to, we can't build a website in a day because we've got to like deal with somebody who's, you know, butthurt about a client meeting or something. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's sometimes nice to stay in your lane and just kill it in your lane and not be so responsible for also paying their paycheck. I'll, so, I'll, I'll hire people to make my life easier. The reality is 99% of the people that I talk to about wanting a job, they're gonna make my, I can tell they're gonna make my life harder. 
because they want they want the paycheck, they want to learn from me, they want to learn, you know, and they need to they need to be doing the stuff. I mean, this sounds really bad, but they need to be doing the stuff I was doing. I just have that bar where it's like you need to be doing the stuff I was doing. I made other people's lives easier when I was trying to come up, and so I'll hire people that stalk me, that show me that they're gonna make my life easier. I'll hire you, give you the chance. But um, I mean, Google it. Like, Google it, and you can learn it. You can learn it on YouTube. You can learn it, like I said, in Facebook Ads Manager yourself. Um, not speaking like directly to you guys, but just to answer your question, in general, people that are doing that kind of thing are way more attractive and potential hires than just like, I w I'm not gonna post a job. And then like, cause when you post a job, then you get hundreds of people who just, okay, well, give me the job description. How much will I make? Blah, 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 blah. And right I think there. That's, I have to stop you, cause I think that's what I'm trying to say is like, no one's gonna post a job. You see my point? It's like relationships, and working hard, <laughs> like, because if you do that and you cast that wide net, now you just got a bunch of, it's just turd central. You, you go straight to who, you go straight, you're like, hey, I love working with you, I trust you, do you have a guy that does X, Y, that's how we find everything. Now, you do the same thing with your lawn care and your truck. It's like, hey, do you know, who's the brand guy? And then, who is it? That's what I'm my point though. And if you didn't know Brake Guy and you needed Valve Guy, Valve Guy, you'd ask Brake Guy. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah, and it's the same thing. You show up and Why do this so job bad? with Why him. So bad? Yeah. Think think about that. Think about like what value can you bring to the person that you're trying to get the job from? Because yeah. like I could have built four websites in the time that I interviewed you on right. that job that you want from me and it doesn't make any sense. Like, and it's so different now than it was. It's and so, so now we're doing a lot of interviews where we're like, hey, okay, cool. We don't have time to sit here and like powder your little butt through this. So here's the deal. We have a client meeting. It's in three days. We need you to just prepare for that client meeting. And they want to talk about Google AdWords and how they can get their like business to rise in the, you know, in the in SEO. So fine, you're gonna just prep that. And then we just like let them go with the client. You know, we'll, we'll be there if they totally just, you know, crap their pants. But on that part, then we see, like, did you call us every five minutes because you had a million questions? You know, was the presentation, like, deck? Was it awesome? Like, was it super cool-looking, interactive, professional? Um, it's kind of a risk, but it's one that we're willing to take because that's what you're going to do. I would like to see what you're going to do because I'm not going to stand here and tell you how to do it every day. So a lot more of that, like, pragmatic actual doing before yeah and so talking. for you for you guys I don't know if this will resonate with you guys or not but like the the person who's gonna go like build their own thing and have it is gonna be more attractive than the person who says on a piece of paper this is what I want to try to do so like resume or from where I was coming up you had a resume but now as you guys are coming up the expectations are gonna be that you would have gone out and actually built your own portfolio website showing that you have the capabilities of building a website. Or that you would have, you know, in my world, like that's not in all of your world, but if you're gonna, if you're looking to build something, whatever it is, engineer something, the ex expectation is gonna be, all right, well, what have you already done? And if you're, if you're the type of person that's gonna be like, well, I don't have any work experience because no one's given me the work experience, you're gonna get passed over by the people who just said, I'm gonna give myself a project, do it, and then have that project and show it to the person who wants it. So I see some heads nodding. It's, it's making sense, I think, with some of you. And so 
the people who are like nodding your heads getting it right now, like you're gonna be the ones that win this. They'd be able to do whatever you wanna do. Um, and so I know all of you guys can do it. I'm just saying, if, it's, if this is resonating with you, you're already off to a good start. Sorry, can. Some of you won't make it. That's all you know. Some of you suck, no. But so if you like, if you like to do your, your own thing and you like to just like work with different people, I really, um, I, I really just want you to consider it. Just, just put it on the table in some form or fashion. We only got a couple minutes left, so I'm gonna do a shameless plug. Um, do you have any questions? Don't be scared, don't be scared. Any questions? Hey, like you guys are in a program that gives you a portfolio of your four Yeah, that's what's so nice. To show off. That's what all of those back there are, your portfolios from us. Awesome, yeah. on the Insta Slam. Hey, if you have an idea, yeah. like try doing it, you know? Hey, there, put your face up. Hey, 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 go, follow me. I'm already doing it. Oh, I'm doing it, we're doing it. They have now found 40 new stalkers today. These are our children, look at that one, look how cute I am. Look what I did. I made that one and that one. <laughs> anyway, if you're interested, um, follow us. We're gonna go to Spain, so good luck to us, right? You can't say 15. So Kate made this website all by herself, designed it, is blogging, and this is a career change, as you all know, and like, Less than a few months later, she's a web designer developer. Yo, yo, hope you enjoyed the Paul Hickey podcast today. Audio from a presentation at Summit High School on building your career, where my wife Kate and I talked to about 80 high school students on how they can do what they love and make money. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to check out dataoveropinions.com for more information. Have a great day.